And this is the Raw On Purpose Podcast. That's right. Raw On Purpose Podcast. We were tapping into and promoting being the raw and authentic you while you tap into your purpose and help you reach your destiny through amazing conversations and topics featuring yourself, my, myself, and your boy Zay. So we're about to get it today. So let's get it, y'all. Yes, sir. We got a great topic for you today, but please, first, if you could do us a favor, please share, like, comment um yeah do all those things to help us get seen on this algorithm that more people can uh more ears can be tuned in and um hopefully something is said today that helps impact your life in a good way that's what we're hoping for and you can um do us a favor also share sorry not share i mean follow us on (laughs) instagram and twitter at raw on purpose underscore and that's r-a-o-n P-U-R-P-O-S-E. Again, that's Raw On Purpose underscore for Instagram and Twitter. Facebook, you can just simply put in Raw On Purpose. And then with YouTube, we are the Raw On Purpose Podcast. Or actually, take the off. It's just Raw On Purpose Podcast. And if you have any questions, any thoughts, any concerns, any criticisms, any of those things, please do us a favor. You can email us at rawonpurpose at gmail.com. We greatly appreciate your ears today. We uh, appreciate your support and you sharing and getting the word out. We really do not take you all for granted. So with all that being said, we're going to jump right in it. Yes, we are. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about manhood today. Mm. Manhood. Yep, I think it's I, I think it's something that's important. I think there's a, some... some, uh, some um, Myths, misunderstandings of uh, what manhood is, and mm-hmm. so we're just gonna take the time today and, and do Chop our best. Yeah. yeah, talk about yeah. manhood because you yeah. know we're both men, right? Check. You know Check. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know we we have responsibilities for sure. So for we're sure. we're gonna just dive into what it is. You know we're not old men, but we're not necessarily young young men. No, nope. but we are growing men. Yep, growing, matured, experienced, and been through some experience. Not all, but definitely been through some experiences to make us who we are as men today. Yep, absolutely, and we have influence over uh, young men that are that were kind of help training and growing, grooming, helping them grow into mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. I think it's gonna be a good one. So you know, ladies, if you got a man that you know. He needs to understand what manhood is. <laughs> Shoot him this podcast. If you need to know what a what a man this is, is for everybody, for yourself, right, brothers? If you got a friend that's acting crazy and you're trying to be like, "Yo, it's time to grow up," shoot him this podcast. Yeah, you like I said, it's for women too. Because uh, hey, some of us ladies don't know exactly what a man is, and they looking for one. And yeah. Yep, so, so yeah, let's get into it. So, what do we mean by manhood? What do we mean by that? What are we talking about? Man, what do we mean? Being a man. The hood of being, the, or, the, or the, the condition of being a man. The collection of men, or the, well, not the society of, of, a, of a man, but the, the stage, I guess you could say, the, 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 the characteristic, the, the disposition of the man. And I'm just throwing some things out there. Okay. Just as far as like manhood. So like they like say childhood, right? Right. Childhood, manhood, manhood, womanhood. Womanhood. Right. Yep. Adulthood. Mm-hmm. You know, even though there's no parenthood. <laughs> Is there? <laughs> I feel like I've heard this before. It's on a TV show. <laughs> Don't it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, I think, one of the first things about manhood is is responsibilities, is um, taking care of the things that he um, has been put in charge of managing. 
from um, finances, from mental state, from a physicality standpoint. Yep. Um, all the things that make um, somebody or, or, or make us men and women. But for a man, it's, it's making sure those areas are taken care of. Or if one has gotten out of whack, they've uh, taken, and this is another one, accountability for it. And they're doing what they can to improve in those areas. So I think one of the first, what does it mean to be a man, to walk in manhood, is to be responsible. That's definitely one of those characteristics and qualities of uh, a man. For sure. Definitely. Um, being being personally responsible. Um it doesn't matter what type of mistakes you do. It, I mean, I gotta say it is, it's different for a man versus a woman. If a man uh, does not follow through um, on something that he said, he's held accountable a lot more. His word holds a lot more weight, in my opinion, than the the woman. Um, and a man being responsible for his actions um, that definitely puts him in that that matured category of being a man, because of course in your childhood, you learn in responsibility, you, you learn in accountability, and you know, being responsible for your own actions and things that you say and whatnot. So a real man knows that, that he, you know, he, he's responsible for himself, his actions, his words, things that he, he does and does not do. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I think that pretty much defines what it is. Now, now people are wondering, like there, there's a, a distinction uh, between being a male and being a man, mm -hmm. right? There are differences. And you may be wondering, like, why are we making this distinction? Because males are just males because of the body parts that they were born with. Right. Right, that's that's According the only thing to, that makes right. them male. <laughs> that sexual distinction. Yep. Yeah. That's the that is the only thing that that makes them a male, is they have the uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's the XY chromosome. I could be wrong. I think it's just Y. I don't. Yeah, gotta confirm that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so it's the the male. Um. So it's just you're you're born with that. Body part, you were born with that, those physical features, right? You were, that's how you were born. Yep. So that's, that's all, that's the only thing. Right. When people see you and, you know, make out your, your parts and whatnot of your physical, that's male. Yep. Yeah. And, and males can, they can create children, right? Mm -hmm. Males can, they can go to work, Right. Males can do everything that men do, but there's a distinct difference. Men and manhood is about, again, responsibility. It's about accountability. Mm -hmm. It's about making a difference in other people's lives. Um, it's about providing for your family. It's about protecting your family. Mm -hmm. It's about leading your family. Right. Right, those are all the things that go into manhood. Yeah, is being able to do those things. Yeah, you got to be a natural leader. You have to, to, because that's really what you're as from a child to a man. You're being trained to be a leader. You got to lead yourself first. Yeah. Then got to be able to lead those around you. Yeah. You know, um, in the right way. Um, nobody wants to follow a man that isn't confident. When I say confident, like he's sure of himself, trusts himself. Yeah. Um, trust in his his higher creator, his God, um, in the same. Meaning like he, he moves on that action on that on that um, confidence. And um, you know, he's a, he's a fully aware of himself and accepting himself. He isn't he doesn't have to, though a lot of us as, as men do this as far as like um, results for our ego to try to be a man as opposed to just like walking in manhood 
and doing what we have to do to actually be men. And and, and a lot of men, men too also think that humility is not like a, a, a man quality. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where we got that. Where, yeah. Where arrogance has to yeah. be what we put off, but humility is what gets you respected. Right. Right. We celebrate Nelson Mandela because of his humility. We celebrate Martin Luther King because of his humility. Right? Mm-hmm. With that still being in, in, in Black History Month, a lot of people, a lot of these men and these women, but specifically men, they were confident in what they did. Mm-hmm. But they had yep. a sense of humility about themselves. Right. Right. They don't go around beating their own chest. Right. Always say, if you got to tell somebody that you're the man, uh, that typically yeah. means you're not. Right. Right? Like, it's like, right. you know, you're talking to your parents, like, man, I'm a grown, I'm a grown man. The moment like, you have to <laughs> tell them you're a grown man, right. you're proving that you're not. Exactly. As hard as that, you know, I know that's hard for some people to hear, is, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm grown. I can do whatever I want. Right. Yeah, it, it gives you the possibility to do what you want, but are you ready for the accountability that comes with what you want? And that's and that's a word, because that that's the biggest thing, and that and so many other things. It's like you want what you want, you say you want this, but are you willing to be held accountable for upholding what it is that you got to do to be and maintain that? Absolutely. So yeah, they're, they're, we have to. You you have to make the distinction. Just because you have male body parts does not make you a man. Your mindset is what makes you a man. Your actions is what makes you a man. Your integrity, your character, yeah. that's a huge part of, of of manhood. Is yeah. your character. Your character makes you a man. What is said about your name when you're no longer in the room? All right. Right, it says it's in, in Proverbs. It says it's better for a man to have a good name than exactly. silver and gold. Exactly, your name is everything. Your name follows you. Your name goes before you. Yep, yep. Your name is your name being said in rooms that you haven't been in yet. Right. Or are they telling you, nah, you don't want to work with that. Right. Uh you don't want to hire that person. Is it even a mention? What is the energy like when your name is barred up? Yep. In that in that place, that room, that on that phone call, whatever, when your name is brought up, what is said, right? Yeah. So so well, let's jump into so what are some myths? What are some myths about manhood or being a man? I think the number one myth is hmm. that uh, because you have money makes you a man, because you make a whole lot of money mm-hmm. makes you a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's been utilized and manipulated so many times by men. We got to keep it real. Yep. Yep. Ladies, they, they, they go after, like, man, he got so much money. He a real man. And there's so many athletes. Right. He's taking care of me. Right. That's my man. He's taking good care of right. me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so many athletes get money at 18, and they don't understand what it means to be a man. So right. they're just a... Uh, uh, a grown adult, I mean, a, a grown child. Because money does nothing but expose you. Yep. So if you weren't a man before money, you're still not a man with a lot of money. And it just magnifies it. Yep. Magnifies the real you. Yep. Because again, we talked, we said that manhood is about responsibility. Mm-hmm. Managing the resources that are given to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so I think that's a, that's a, that's a big myth. You know, because uh, we talked about this on, I think, one of our other episodes where um, women will prefer a man that makes a lot of money over, or uh, uh, let me say this, they will prefer a male that makes a lot of money than a man that makes average money. Man, this is true. Right? Because he got the nice car, he got all that, but he's not mature. He has no integrity. All he has is money. Right. No character. Right. But you have a man who may make 50K. Right. Has integrity, has character. People know him in the community. 
they can vouch for him. Right. He's strong and protective. He looks out for those around him in his circle. He, but he, nobody he holds wants, it down. Right. But nobody wants that man. That's not a man in some people's eyes. Right. Oh, he broke. He ain't. Because he, his value system is different. Different. Because he understands responsibility. He understands accountability. He understands these things that matter. These things that last. These things that really, at the end of the day, when the money is gone, remain. Because money can go. Comes and goes. It's the Fleeting. one thing. It's the one thing you can lose today and get tomorrow. Right. Straight up. Yep. Straight up. Only thing you can't do that with is money. I mean, it's time. Yep. See, that's another thing. Males invest their time in unnecessary things. Right. But men invest their time in people, invest their time studying, learning, yep. developing themselves, yep. becoming a better man, mm-hmm. um, investing in their family. Right. Right. Here's another myth. Just because you have children and a spouse, or right. if you just have children, or if you just have, right. either way, that does not make you a man. Right. Now, it's funny that you say that because you look the definition up, it says all that as a man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> now, once again, that's just their, 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 the Webster, I think the Webster dictionary, or their summed up um, version of a man is. We know, man, that's either uh, a father, a husband that has gone into adulthood as a male. <laughs> General, right? Right. <laughs> Not talking about anything about a certain type of characteristic or, right. you know, in tech, no. Nah, you're like... No. <laughs> <laughs> you're, sorry, you're not a man. If if you're not if you're not providing for your children, and this is whether you live in the home or you don't, right? If you're not taking care of your child, if your child is not spending time with you, right? You're a male. Yeah. Oh, I'm about, I'm gonna step on some toes. <laughs> oh, I'm about to step on some toes. <laughs> if you, as a male, do not go out your way to see take care of, provide, or spend time with your child. I'm sorry, this may offend you, but you're not a man. If you're a father when it's convenient to you, you're not a man. A man makes time. That's real. For their children. That's real. Ain't no excuse. A man does not make any excuses. None whatsoever. He doesn't leave room for excuses, no matter what type of mistakes. If it's a mistake or something that has has or has not been done, what does he do? He's responsible. Yep. They take ownership of their mistakes. Exactly. It's another thing that men do is they take ownership. I own that. I messed up. Yep. I did that. I failed. Yep. That I was me. That. Yep. Even not because of or because them or this or that happened. I. Made so a mistake. And oh, it's hard. It's hard to own stuff. And that's and, and this and this is one of the things that they say men have it easier than women. Like a real man carries that weight of truly like being true to himself and taking responsibility for everything that you know what I'm saying, that he, he does. Like owning everything, yeah. mistakes. The good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. And all that. It's a tough pill to swallow. It really is. I mean, I think about the time that um, probably I think going into year two of my marriage, my wife was like, I want to go back to school. And I was like, hey, all right, cool. I want you to create a plan on how we're going to subsidize your income. Like, what are we going to do? To help kind of balance that out. Because where I was, I, I wasn't really making the money that I needed to take care of everything. Mm-hmm. And so, no plan was made. And she goes to school. And for a good two months, it was such a struggle. And then, actually, so... So it was a struggle. Then the, the the first month after 
she starts school or she's in school, my car gets totaled. So right. now we're down to one car trying to make trying to make this thing work. Mm-hmm. And I was frustrated. And I probably, I, I would say I wasn't the best husband at that time. I wasn't the best man at that time. Mm-hmm. We just moved into a new place that cost more money. Right. And I was just frustrated. And then I sat and, and, and my spirit said to me, it's like, man, you're the man. Like You, you got to take responsibility. You can't say, oh, it's because she went to... Or she didn't create a plan. It's, well, guess what? You allowed it. You didn't say, hey, maybe we need to delay so we can save. Yeah. Right? Some crazy things happened to where just uh, unexpected things come and had to pay some stuff out. Right. Right? And I was trying to get, you know, I was on a, a plan to get credit and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just, I, I came to that moment. I was like, I can't blame her. Yeah. So from that moment on. My mindset has been, whether income's coming in from her or not, I have to act as if. So even if mm-hmm. she, let's say she's making, at we get to a point to where she's making like 10K a month. Mm-hmm. I can't even count that as my money. Right. Right? Because I have to take ownership as the, the male and the provider of the house. Unless some unfortunate thing happened to where I can no longer physically work or some mental thing happened to where I can't work. But as long as I have life in my breath, the activity of my limbs, and in a right mind, it's my job to make a way no matter what. Right. And not be like, <laughs> not be like Adam. This exactly. woman you gave me, right? I got to take, it goes back to the R word, responsibility. Accountability for it. You got to be accountable for the decisions you make. Yep. You know, men talk about, man, I cheated on my wife because she won't. It's like, nah, bro. You just admit that you didn't have the discipline that you needed. Right. Yeah, no discipline or communication skills or effort. It's too easy. It's right. usually just too easy to to not be a man. And in these days, you can you can you can still have the illusion of still being a man and still have a lot of excuses. That's it. And just because you can, you can take care of business in the bedroom. Ah, sorry. Now we know that's another myth. That doesn't make you a man. We know that's another myth. <laughs> I lay it down. I lay it down so I know I'm the man. Right. No. <laughs> now, what are you providing? You are you are God's representative of source. In the earth. Yep. Especially if you're a husband. Yeah. And especially, especially if you are a father. Yeah. Resourcefulness. You are to provide. Yep. And be. even if you and your you and the your your lady's not together, and let's say she gets married to another man, that child is still your responsibility. Yep. Yep. Yep, my son is has a his mother is married, and I act like he's not even in the picture. I mean, not like that, but I mean, like I don't, you know, what I'm saying depend on him being there or what he can or may do to be the it. Oh, and just and like you, you know what I'm saying. And when he says he acts like the man's not there. This is the first time I'm hearing that <laughs> 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 he has a stepdad. So that's how real that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. We might finish the conversation off air. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> but no, nah, no. Nah, yeah. I mean, he's seriously, like, that's how you have to, you have to yeah. think. Yeah. As if he's not going to do anything. I have to, I have to make a right. way for it. I have to provide for him because that's my child. That's my seed. It's good who whoever want or who, who or whatever wants to help, but at the end of the day, I'm the one that is responsible for making sure that he's provided for. Yep, especially, especially even though I would say a male would sign away his rights to be a child's father. No man would ever do that. Exactly. A man would stay in the, the child's life no matter what. 
Now, I know there are some special cases to where, like, the woman is just too difficult to deal with. And I understand that. And I am empathetic and sympathetic of it. But at the same time, as a man, you just got to you gotta pray. You got to ask God to guide you on how do you make this work? How do you co-parent? How do you lead your child? Now, I can't blame you if the mother keeps you away from the child. Right. And you do everything in your right, power. Right, you've done all that you can do. You've gone to court. You've gone through every single step. And she still keeps you from that child. Well, then that 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 ownership's not on you because you did everything you can. Right. It's on her. Right. But here's here's the thing. This is what I would say to that man: is I challenge you to write a note to your child, if not every day, once a month. Write a child. Write. A message to your child so that when they come of age and you're able to have a relationship with them you have a notebook a diary a journal or something letting them know that you care about them that's a great idea right because yep. sometimes it's not always physical like if 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 you live in New York and your kid lives in California you can't physically be there but you can call them if not every day, right. three or four times a week. Right, technology's popping. Right, FaceTime and all that now. Them. Yep. Right, there's so many things you can be like, "Hey, I'm watching the game. What you doing?" Yep. Texting. Right. There's yep. so many things to build. So many ways. You could play chess with them online. You could play Madden, 2K, whatever. Right, anything online. So there's no excuse for that. Watch but movies if, online. But if she is that difficult, to where she. Has the kid under a watchful eye 24-7, which is highly unlikely. Or if the kid would get punished for sneaking to talk to you. Yeah. If you just simply write them every day. Write them every day. And on their 18th birthday. Because you'll know when their birthday is. Cause yep. Yep. Because you write. You'll Inevitably, know. right? And so, once you're able to, on their 18th birthday, and they go away to college, you find them, and you give them the letters. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They will appreciate that. Absolutely. Priceless. Priceless. And it would be Priceless. as if you walked with them yep. every day. Yep. Or in, in moments, letting them know what you felt, Right. Another another myth about manhood is men cannot express their emotions outside of anger. Right. T being tough. Being tough. Right? All the time. That's something that I believe, man. You can't cry as a man. Right. Going further, that's exactly the myth. Right? I can't cry as a man. So I spent years... Whenever I feel that emotion coming up, just shutting it down, just yep. swallow it. Yep, yep, and you know, definitely, I would say specifically our community definitely uh, has suffered from that myth a lot. Um, of course, coming all the way back from you know many years slavery, all that type of stuff, the conditioning, um, all of that, and what has been perpetuated through many generations down through the centuries is. You know, shut up. Stop all that crying. Before I actually give you something worthy to cry about. Right. Just I put take that it. in the real <laughs> Right. <laughs> Just take it. Dry them tears up, boy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like and especially the 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 um the mothers that maybe had to play the masculine role that were raising, you know, the young men up. Um you know, there's a lot of them are told not to. You know, you know, hey, hey, don't be no punk. Don't do, ain't you know, ain't no expression your emotions. Dry them tears up. You know, get it together. All that. Yeah. There's no regard for being emotional. And then of course that man or that male grows up into manhood into you know 
the, to the the place where he think he should be a man gets with a woman, and he cannot open up to her, and he ends up lashing out, maybe being physically or mostly verbally abusive, mm-hmm. and it's a result of, you know, or a big part of not being able to express himself in his upbringing. Yep. And he doesn't know how to do it. Never learned it. No one ever gave him the space, showed him. Any of that. One, he didn't have the the man in his life to be, you know what I'm saying, somewhat of an example um, of emotional management. And then, of course, the mother that, you know, in that case, did not give him, you know, the space to deal and express emotion. So, yes, it's a pretty, you know, messed up thing, but it it is in our community, you know. Absolutely. I know that's that's one thing. I think... uh, First time I had like a real good crying from my wife is when we lost our first child. Like once it was confirmed that we lost it, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I was trying to be strong, and uh, and it was just like it just seemed like everything was going wrong at that time. So I was sitting in the little, you know, sitting in our family room, and you know, the tears were coming. Someone was like, "Yeah, get up and go show your wife." I was like, "Man, I don't want to see that. Let her see me cry. Like that makes me look like I'm weak." Right. But then it's like. For them, it's like, yo, okay, like, he trusts me. Yeah. Right? Because expressing that shows a level of trust. Yeah, that's, that's intimacy. That's a level of intimacy right there, really. Absolutely. Vulnerability. Absolutely. And, and, and even another reason why a lot of men will not express their emotions is because in a, in, in sometimes it's held against them. Mm-hmm. Or it's thrown back in their face. You're right. Right? That's right, and that's rough. That's the <laughs> that's the worst yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. It is. That's the worst thing. So they, and, and and a lot of times they've learned that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so they bottle up as well. Yep. It's like, yo, every time I express how I feel, like I'm made to feel dumb mm-hmm. or made to feel weak or mm-hmm. it's been used against me. Right. So yeah, yeah, because I've I've had I've had my experiences, because um, I mean I had two military parents. <laughs> my boy's like he can definitely yeah, but you I know one. he can he can relate you know, but because um, you're trained in the military, you're trained to just think and act a certain way. Yeah, little regard for emotions and you know mm-hmm. certain feelings and all that type of stuff. That's just pure weakness and. <laughs> I think to them, because I've seen this not in just like my own, um, you know, um, family dynamic, but others as well, you know, with military parents, like, yeah, yeah, you know, so, um, like for me, yeah, yeah, many times, many times, uh, from the youngest to the old, yeah, I had to really ball it up, um, at least that's what I thought, I had to ball um, a lot of emotions up, because when I felt like uh, there was no really regard or like uh, uh, like my emotions mattered um, for one and the other thing is that uh, there was no there was really no vulnerability or crying that even went down with those when I say those like my parents that example that was in front of me mm-hmm. so and, and, and at least for me you know love my mother shout out to my mother but you know she she never really shows uh that type of stuff in front of me so even for me um you know relating to certain females as well is you know it it was different you know even with the dating and all that type of stuff because like if i you know see a whole nother emotion i'm like whoa like what is this that's supposed to happen. Women do that. <laughs> you feel me? So it was like you know a lot of su- surprises because my condition was that um, at least through the the mother that I came from that you know women are supposed to hold it together and be strong and not ha- and not you know really express all of this type of stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. 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 So but yeah, men can show emotion. Vulnerability is power. It's necessary. It's like, you know, I I even, like, got a newfound respect for my dad once um, when my second dad 
and I call him my second dad because he was like he's been he was in my life since I was like maybe nine or ten. Okay. All the way up until him passing, like we lived across the street from each other. Mm-hmm. So it was like our families became almost like one to where like even when we moved, we still had our traditions. We still stayed in contact. But when he passed away, my dad called me and I could hear the tears in his eyes. Hear the tears. I could hear the tears. Hear the tears in his, in his eyes. eyes. And it, it like something in me like broke to where like tears just started coming down my face mm-hmm. and I was in the middle of working on um, a project and I had to be like alright gotta suck it up let's get this you know All right, <laughs> gotta right, get back right. to work but you know it's hard and then for me I'm a very empathetic person like I, it's hard for me to be around sad people because I feel it yeah me too and because I haven't been taught to I haven't really truly allow myself to express the sadness or let the tears flow. I spend most of my time fighting it because I feel I either fight it or I avoid it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right? Because I don't want nobody to be like, oh, look at it. Look at that joke. He's crying. Right. You know, right? It's like, and I know, you know, as I meet more men that that allow themselves to cry, it kind of helps, you know. And honestly, 2020 kind of has, you know, (laughs) (laughs) You know, for for again, this losing the child yep. was like the beginning of that part right. of me breaking to where it's like you know, sometimes I'd be like, "Yo, I feel like I'm about to cry for no reason. Like, why?" But it's like it's okay. Exactly, it's because okay. it's it's a necessary stress. Yeah, that needs to, it's to be released. It's like, oh, right. Like if I've had moments where I've been in worship. And just just broke down and just was just crying before God mm-hmm. and whatever weight whatever I was feeling right like it just disappeared. usually you feel good after you just get the, right. the the cry out you know what I'm saying you just feel new because tears are cleansing for the soul like it's just a burden that you letting go and letting flow when you just just let it out instead of trying to just like <laughs> right you know it's a level of freedom it was just like oh like it was just so much peace yeah. So much peace. Yeah. And so sometimes it's like, you know, as men, you just got to, it's okay to cry. Yeah. It's okay. Right? Another myth is just because you have influence does not make you a man. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. Because it can make you, it can, they can make you feel like one. Yep. Having a lot of people, you know, say this and give you praises and applause and Stroking all that, that type ego. of, yeah, that's that ego. Stroking that ego. Yep. Yep. But if you ain't helping nobody with that influence, if you're not influencing people in the right way, yeah, I'm sorry to tell you, you're a male. Right? Because men use their influence to make an impact in the community. Exactly. In the, the world, in their families' lives. That's what your influence is for. Right. It's to help somebody else. To help groom somebody else. Right? Men are mm-hmm. selfless. All right. right. They, they, yeah. Like a good yeah. husband and a good father puts his wife and his children before him. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's balance to that because mm-hmm. you got to make sure that you as a man is okay first. Right. right? You got to make sure that you're okay. Right. But for the most part, when it comes to sacrificing... You know, and I could hear some 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 feminist women being like, "Men don't have to sacrifice nothing." And I was like, "Yeah, I challenge you to live a day in the life of a husband who is a father." That is trying to actually be out here and make sure that that family is good too, right? Because all of that other stuff, right, is real too, right? Along with that family dynamic. Because, like, he could go out and do some illegal stuff to provide for his family. Easy. So easy to do. Right. But what's the consequence of that is now you lose the opportunity of being responsible for your children. Right? Again, it goes yeah. to responsibility, economy. Yeah. All those things are tied into manhood. Right? Which then leads to the question, why do... 
Why do some males run away from manhood? It's like hitting a wall of like reality. <laughs> Responsibility. Mm. Especially when you're getting taught and shown like what a what real manhood is. And we see like, oh snap, like I really do gotta be this and hold this down and be accountable for my words and actually take initiative and be responsible and look out for, you know, these types of people, this, that, and the other. Like, uh, I don't know, but I don't know if I'm ready or that. Yeah. Reduce back to the male. Because it's not easy. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I don't care what it looks like, y'all. I don't care what it looks like. It's not. I don't care what it looks like. It's it ain't. not. It's not easy. Because as a man, your character is being challenged every single day that you All day. Every day. Character is being challenged. Are you going to do the right thing? Are you going to do right by people? Are you going to do right by your family? All that. Every day. And, and it's just some men, they can't handle it. And they run. They run from their responsibility. Mm -hmm. Yep. They don't take... Um, they don't take responsibility. They don't hold themselves accountable. Mm -hmm. They try to use the shiny object to distract you from their character flaws. Right. Right? Here's another one. Here's men know their weaknesses. Right. Right? Right. As a male, you you don't know what your weakness is. Or you try to cover up your weaknesses with a bravado mm -hmm. that shows confidence, but it's really a weakness. It shows that you're, strong, you're a strength, but it's really a weakness. Males, not males, men know their weaknesses. Yeah, and are real about those, those weaknesses. And are real. And take responsibility for them. And he's like, I know I'm weak in this area. And I'm humble enough to go ask another man who's strong in this area yep. to help me with this. Yep. Real men ask for help. Say it again for the people in the back. Real men ask for help. That's real. So real. The, I'm reminding myself of that. The word says it's not good for a man to be alone. A lot of people tie that into being in a relationship. Right. But no. God God saw that it's not good for a person to be by themselves. We are built and created for a community. Right. And so as a man, I am I am the I take no credit for the man I am today. First and foremost, I had a I have an amazing father. Word. Right, I have. He's instilled some great things in some in me, mm -hmm. and then the things that he didn't instill in me were men that he put me around as a mm -hmm. as a child, mm -hmm. as a young man, as a teenager, mm -hmm. as an adolescent. Right, right, right. Which then created something in me that allowed me to attract greater men to teach me all the other things I was missing. Mm. That's one hundred. Right, so you got to be humble to ask for help. For real, for real. For and sometimes real. I still suffer for that, man. I will. <laughs> uh, yes, we all. Yes, oh yeah. Because for a man, it's like that's the last resort is to ask another man to help, but it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching the Fresh Prince of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air the other day. It was the episode where Will got a job because Uncle Phil was yeah. like, "Yeah, you like my kids," and because the kids are spoiled. You know, they just, whatever they ask for, they get. Mm -hmm. For Will, he just came up in a different mindset. He was like, I make my own way. So he goes and gets the job, but Uncle Phil had to let him know. Like, yo, no, I didn't get where I was by myself. People mm -hmm. open doors for me. Mm -hmm. So just like people open doors for me, I'm here to open doors for you. That is the epitome of a man. That's is real. opening doors so that the people behind them can get through the doors. Right. Influence them. That can give them advice. Give right. them tips. Be a coach. Right, right, right. A real, yeah, a real coach. You know, oh. what I'm saying making fishes of men, teaching men how to fish, not just giving them bread. You know, because you're not, 
you're not helping a man be a man, maintain a man by just, you know, giving him something. And a real man doesn't want you to just give him something. He wants you to say, show me yep. how to, and that's a door. That's it. That's it. Yep. Yeah, so it, it's, it's tough. It is tough being a man because you, you're always conflicted with responsibility and accountability. Yep. Yep. Because a real man, like, you know what I'm saying? Of course, we know we all got to live and have fun, but a real man is always thinking about what do I need to stay on top of? Especially when he's got people that, that he's responsible for, family Absolutely. and, you know, business stuff or whatever. Like, you know, he's thinking ahead, like, okay, all right, and are we good here? Did I, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah, I know y'all want to go out, but I got to make sure that, all right, we good there? All right, let's go, you know. And to think about what's the consequence of this action that I'm about to take. Exactly. Exactly. Now that doesn't that doesn't mean that men don't make mistakes. Right. 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 Because right. I don't know what I would do if somebody did something to my wife or my child. Right. Like I I just admit that I know that there I don't know. Exactly. And it may be a stupid decision. I pray to God that I have discernment and I don't. Right. But you just never know because. Perfect, protect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I gotta yeah. protect them. So. Yep. But doing it with wisdom. Yeah. Right. That's that's another mark of a of a man is using wisdom. Taking Got to. all of the experiences, yep. all the knowledge, all yep. the information they know, yep. and making sound decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Discipline. Big. Being big, a disciplined big, big. man big. helps you in every aspect of your life. Master discipline. And it's tough. Again, every that's another day. why it's another reason why men, you know, run from it. Like right now I'm struggling to discipline my diet. <laughs> struggling. I know what to do. Right. Just it's just a struggle right now. Yes, hey. hey. Ace, hey, right. without struggle, there ain't no progress. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get it right, but it's a struggle. But yep. you got to own it. you got to be like, okay, right. yeah, I'm struggling. Well, we're going to get better. All right. Let's figure this thing out. All right. All right. Like right now, I'm, I'm struggling with or, organization. So <laughs> I'm working on disciplining myself to plan better, to, to, to strategize and think ahead and move a little bit more steps ahead. Yep. You know? So, yeah. Take responsibility and then take the steps towards getting better. Right, and there is no, and there is no even kind of somewhat going back to the myth part. There is no complete man. Like there's no reaching one pinnacle or being a whole one hundred percent man. You are consistently all through this life, even if you're eighty eight. You know, there's something that you're still piecing together that's yep. making more of that man that you are every day. Oh yeah. Here's another one. <laughs> Real men forgive. Ooh. Whoa now. <laughs> Real men forgive. Let's let that sizzle a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Real men forgive. I remember or I saw a recent clip of Mike Tyson talking to this young man and he said you become a slave to the person you do not forgive. They own mm. you. Mm. It's like, how do you know they own you? Well, when you see them and you get ticked off, they control your emotions. Yep. But if you forgive them and love them, you're a free man. Straight up. Straight so, up. Oh, I, I, you know, I can hear people, well, they did this to me. So, like, okay. And you get in, in, in what you just said. When you become a victim, you're automatically putting yourself in your own prison. Yep. You think of, you think of from The Lion King... When uh, Rafiki hit Simba, he was like, ouch, that hurt. And he's like, that's in the past. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Simple lesson. Uh-huh. But it's a necessary lesson. It's a necessary tool that you need. Forgive. Yeah. Forgive. Forgive. Let Move on. Go. Grow. Let it grow. Let it, you let know? it build you. Yeah, because it, hold, it holds you back from your growth as a man if you are unforgiving. Yep. Or unwilling to let go of whatever someone did to it, because one as a, as a real mature man, you also realize that nothing is personal. Mm. When people do things, some, always thinking they do it to mm. you, 
everybody's having their own experience anyway, so they're not necessarily doing anything directly to you. Mm. They're coming from their own reality in their space, whatever they do to protect themselves or whatever, and that's all they know to do. They did it. Bam. It's two realities coming together. And that's and that's the main factor. Wow. And coming to that understanding of that, even if you get no apology and they maybe didn't see exactly what they did or whatever, you got to know, like, okay, now this is about me. Mm -hmm. This is about me now. Mm -hmm. I don't want to drink none of this poison and, and thinking that it's going to destroy them. I'm going to just let that go. I'm going to just let them go. I'm going to just send them love and go on about my way so I continue growing and being my best self. Whatever comes in the future, if it's an apology or whatever, maybe so, good, great, but I'm going to go ahead and take my action mm -hmm. and set myself free. Absolutely. So as we kind of wrap this conversation up, let's talk about how to, for, for those males that are listening, and you're wondering, how do I become a man? How do I move from being a male to a man? How do I grow from malehood to manhood? And I'll tell you, the first step is, and we've been saying it throughout this whole episode, take responsibility. Take yep. ownership of your yep. mistakes, your choices, uh, your decisions, mm -hmm. your thoughts, your actions. Take ownership of that. Be mm. responsible. Mm. Don't, don't push off the blame on somebody else. Own it. Take it on and then grow from it. Allow it to make you better. Right. Find other men that will help you grow. Where it says sh iron sharpens iron. Yep. So be around other men and guess what? It's going to hurt. Anytime you if you if you ever seen anybody sharpen an axe or a knife, it takes friction to make it sharper. Yep, so it's going to be some things that you know you hear that's going to rub you the wrong way. <laughs> Just <laughs> but it's for you good. And keep right. Moving. Right. Ah, okay, that. Ooh, Take that it on the chin. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ah. And even if you take it on the chin and it puts you on the canvas, if you got to, hey, take that eight count, but stand up. Yep, make sure you get right back up, brother. Get back up. <laughs> get back up. Be resilient. Yes. But be around. Get around some men. Yes. Not a whole bunch of other males that are 50 years old. Because age right. is not nothing but a number. I've right. met some very, very, very mature men at 20. Mm -hmm. And I've met some very, very very immature males that are 60. Been few and far between, but I've met some. Right. And you just look at them like, yeah, you should know better. <laughs> but whatever life experience is, it dwarfed their maturity and their growth. So find men. And just to interject, sometimes at least going back to the, the forgiveness piece, that can almost in a way stunt your growth mm. as a man. Mm. So it's like wh whoever it is that you are forgiving or blaming for something that happened, that could be that one thing that could propel you into being and becoming a better man and reaching that next level in yourself that would probably solve some of the problems that you may be in currently. Absolutely. I guess somebody needs to hear that. I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, it's facts. Yeah. Right? Take that. Chew on it. Yeah. Um, another thing, you know, if you don't believe in God or Jesus, you figure that out. But for me, a man prays. That's important. A man prays so important. he can hear from his creator, so he can hear from God on what steps to take how to manage the resources that God has given you. Mm-hmm. You got to pray. You got to. You got to. I would say as a believer, someone that follows Jesus, that loves Jesus, I would say read the scripture. Read your Bible. That will help you understand what biblical manhood is about. Yep. All, yeah. all yep. of those things are intertwined in that. Yep. Right? Reading reading that. 
meditating, clearing your mind, getting peace. Got to have your mind right, isn't it, man? Right? Get your, right? Do those things. Uh, discipline, right? Become disciplined in your spending, discipline in your eating, discipline in your workouts, mm-hmm. discipline in who you have sex with. Mm. Oh, I know. Now that's that's that's, that's, that's a, a factor one. right there. Because they say, yeah, man, a real man, he sleeps around. Nah, a real man finds one woman he does er- and, and he lives every day to provide security for her. From a, a mental, emotional, physical, um, emotional, did I say that already? Spiritual, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. relational, academic, just making, cultivating the garden. Right. That's a challenge, is, 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 is doing all that for one woman. One. Right, it's so easy to bounce in, you know, it's to easy. all these different gardens. So many options. And just, you know, just pick and, you know, fiddle with one and say, I'm done with that. I'm going to go and check out, come back around, have your little cycle. But being focused, determined, disciplined, and having the character to focus on that one, one woman for some could uh, almost a lifetime. If it gets, you know, that far. Yep, because I know, you know, they're trying to scientifically say that men were not created to be monogamous. And I think a lot of times that's from people that just lack the character and the discipline to be with that one person. I'm married, so I know it's a challenge. It's an everyday decision. Daily. It's a daily decision. Daily decision. Because there's options. We know that the women outnumber men in the world. Yep. So it's, (laughs) there's options. Right. So are you disciplined enough to go home every day? Are you disciplined enough to not just go around and sow your seeds everywhere? Because everywhere, right. Right. everywhere isn't good soil. Right. Everywhere. So can you discipline that? Can you just be disciplined? Right. Can you manage your sexual energy and time? Just like uh, those of you all that have, have not, uh, like, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. He talks about that. Good book. Now, man being able to control his sexual energy is so key. Absolutely. Managing that. Absolutely. Especially, especially, I'm I'm just saying because I'm a single man, especially as a single man. Oh, I know. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I've been there. I knew how hard it was. (laughs) (laughs) I've only been married five years, so. I remember those like, days. I, yo, like I was in, the, I had skin in the game. Right. You know? Literally, my wife was my first, so I know. Right, right. And, and no, push-ups didn't help. Cold Rain showers didn't help. didn't help. Cold <laughs> showers didn't help. Reading the Bible didn't help. It was just the intestinal fortitude, and I will say a lot of help of God. Because there are some moments where, you know, he says he'll make a way of escape. Oh, there were many days I had to use that way to escape. I was so close. And I was like, Lord. And, and the conversations back home was like, Lord, I would never put myself in that position. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, Lord. I shouldn't have been doing that. I shouldn't have went over there. <laughs> right? Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, because as a man, the, the flesh gets weak. Right. But are you disciplined to just, like, have that line in the sand and not go past it? And that's with anything. Right. Just like I say, just because you can doesn't mean you should do. And we're faced with that daily, daily. Oh, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can. Nah, but I know that would mess me up. Let me just go home. Right. Right. I tell my wife all the time, I tell people, like, I did Uber while I was married. And it is a good thing because I had accountability to go back home to. Some of the stuff I saw in the brief time that I did it, (laughs) the opportunities that are out there. Right. Right. I was like, I couldn't have done this in 2013 as a single man. It was just the numbers were just too, like, the numbers were too too out there. And I, I just know the numbers even in making a mistake is not even on my side. Because at one point, I'm going to fall. <laughs> I don't care. Just the law of numbers work, period. Yeah. One of them, I will fall. But, uh, well, it's a good thing I waited because now I have the accountability. Like, uh, no matter how much, nah. I've had offers. I've, you know, nah, I go home. Right. I'm going home. 
Right. You want to come party with us? Nah. Yeah, my wife, you know, let me call my wife and ask her first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, that'd be a no. I know. That's why I said <laughs> Or if I feel like they're trying to hit on me, like, yeah, man, me and my wife, man, we're going to go out and do such, such, such. It's like, I had that. I need to speak. Yeah. Accountability. Got to go home. Got to go home. Yep. So Make it's it a home. Yep. responsibility. Yep. So, yep. yeah, young men out there, married men, um, just wherever you are in this walk, th- these things will help you understand what being a man is. Um, ladies, this is what you're looking for in a man. The things that we described, is he disciplined? Is he responsible? Does he hold himself accountable? Does he forgive? Does he manage the resources God gave him to manage? Does he manage it well? Does he show his emotions in a positive way? Uh Uh, Does he own his mistakes? Does he love? Important. And, 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 And for wives that are listening, does your husband love you as Christ loves the church? If you're a Christian woman, that right. you that that has to be a must. Right. That's that's a must. But you know, these are all things that come about being a man. And we're young, we're we're young men. We're still growing and developing. But these are foundational things. Right. Right? We'll 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 have some older men <laughs> as our special guests in, in future episodes to to kind of break things down and go in depth. But you know, I think this was a good episode, good Good, uh, all right, it's a worthy topic because manhood is like you, you. Most men are all about action. We don't talk about like we talked about earlier. We don't talk about oh, I'm the man. Oh, I'm the man, and I did this today. I'm the man, and I'm the man, and I'm the man. We're just about doing. Yep. And some, if we look up, somebody wants to compliment us on that. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, this is just what I do. I just do, you know. So it's good to have a conversation where you, you know. We talk about it and, you know, just, you know, throw it out there at the table and, you know, also give some light to, you know, uh, what real manhood is and, you know, and exposing the myth part. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, again, we appreciate you tuning in to this episode. I hope something was said to enlighten you, uh, to help you grow that uh, has challenged you to become better. Again, if you could do us a favor, follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at rawonpurpose underscore. Mm-hmm. Find us on Facebook at Raw on Purpose. Uh, you can follow, um, comment, like, share, and subscribe to our e- our sorry our YouTube channel, right? Which is Raw uh, on Purpose. Raw on Purpose podcast. Mm-hmm. And then, if you have any thoughts, comments, if there's any videos you'd like for us to watch and possibly talk about. Any topics you would like for us to discuss, just hit us up in our email at rawonpurpose at gmail.com. Yep. So, so yeah, again, we thank you for your taking the time out. Also, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, go back and listen to the other episodes. Let us know what you think. Let us know how we can improve, but definitely check it out. I think we're hitting on a lot of important topics um, that help us in daily life. That's some great um, topics. Y'all. No matter who it is, I think... You know, we have some good content. It's, you know, not no <laughs> lame stuff. Right. It's good quality content to help you grow um, again because we're all about helping you um, helping you understand and really tap into the raw, authentic you, like who you are, who you were created to be. Mm-hmm. And in the process of that, you find what your purpose is on this life or on this earth because you were not created just to be take up space on this earth. There, there was a, pur- uh, a purpose um, dedicated uh, for you. It was directed for you. It was embedded in you. And you have every tool to fulfill that purpose. And we just want to help be a part of that uh, group or that influence to help pull it out of you. So um, if you enjoyed it again, we greatly appreciate you. Any uh, last words, my brother? I know. That's where we just appreciate y'all, you know, for tapping in with us for this hour. Um you know, definitely we appreciate feedback. So um, if you just leave a comment on one of our social media platforms or just in this email, we greatly appreciate it. Um, and all the ideas, you know, as well, um, especially as we go further into this in our next season of our podcast as well. So we really want to make sure that we're continuing bringing the content that 
you guys love and want to listen to and hear about. So we appreciate y'all. That's it. Stay tuned uh, for the next uh, episode. Until then, this is your boy Zach. And this is your boy Rashad. And this is the Wrong Purpose Podcast.